Well, hello, and welcome back to another scary, scary edition of Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LeBooth, and I got some great, great stuff for you today. <laughs> Hope everybody's having a great and scary October, man. Who all out there has got their yard decorated? I do, and I keep adding to it. <laughs> I can't stop. Yeah. I love how they have uh, stuff to decorate your yard now. It's freaking awesome. But, excuse me. Here, I hope you guys have, are, are uh, having a great time and telling some scary stories around the fire. Because it's that time of year, man. It's that time of year, man. I love this time of year. Perfect. The weather's freaking awesome. It's been great down here in Texas. But, uh... Just want to say thank you to everybody who's listening. I know we're starting to get a lot of listeners in Japan, uh, Brazil, of course, America, Canada, Australia, Spain, New Zealand, uh, Poland, Germany. Germany's really kicking off. And uh, uh, South Africa is. Uh, if I forget anybody, I'm sorry. It's just really starting to catch on, and I love it. But I got just want to say thanks, man, because the numbers are growing. I still want to hit some, I got 5,000 downloads now, let's go for 10, let's give me 10,000 downloads, and give me at least five, let's get up to 500 followers, what do you say, come on, so anytime you're listening to this, hit that like button guys, it helps me out, it helps you out, and leave some five star reviews on the Apple and all that other places, and I think you can leave a review on Spotify too, whether you got a, a, a Android or a sorry if you're hearing that there's a freaking hair hanging off the brim of my hat because I'm doing a video for this and I'm getting YouTube caught up and I always put my hat on because the glare you know just uh, makes my dome just glow so I'm wearing a hat and I had a cat hair just barely hanging on yeah our lovely cat bagel <laughs> <laughs> but want to say thank you guys the numbers are growing the podcast is doing good and like i said i need your support guys so come on because one day i want to do this for a living so i think that'd be awesome but uh keep on liking and give me five star reviews i just love it love the new uh, members that keep coming don't forget to hit me up on ghost stories told from the south on facebook too and you can reach this podcast on any platform i think we're pretty much everywhere now so but let me get a drink of the old Red Bull, and we will tell some stories. <laughs> so you ready? Sit back. Relax. Get you a little cup of coffee or hot chocolate. Get you a nice blankie. Snuggle in. Sit by the fire, if you dare. <laughs> I'm such a dork. I just love scary shit. Okay, the theme for this month has been, you know, of course, Halloween. But I'm trying to do actual stories that were real, too. So, kind of an aspect of realism and the ghost stories in there. All right, so I hope you got enjoy, guys enjoyed the uh, Fox Hollow Farm. Yeah, go look that place up. It's pretty fucking creepy. So I've got 10 places from around, I think, America where murders have happened and the per the person who was murdered still comes and haunts the place. 
So, what do you say? Let's get down to it. Our first story is Kate Morgan haunts the Hotel del Grande Granada. When the Hotel del Granada opened its doors in 1888. Oh, and if I've told these stories before, I'm sorry. Anyways, it uh, opened its doors in 1888. It was the largest resort hotel in the world. Over the years, it has hosted new, uh, numerous high-profile guests, including heads of state, an A-list of Hollywood actors, and if reporters are to be believed more than a few ghosts. The most of these is the undoubtedly Kate Morgan who checked herself into the Dell on November morning in, in 1892 and checked herself and checked herself out five days later with a bullet to the head. Woo! Or at least that's what the authorities believed. But something about Kate's death did not add up. The bullet that was taken from her head did not belong to the gun that was found on that was found in her hand. She also checked in under an alias and lied about her reason for being at the hotel. While we may never know for sure what happened to Kate, one thing is certain. She never left the hotel. Guests and workers alike have reported seeing a woman matching Kate's description, period, clothes, and all, walking the halls of the hotel. And guests who spent the night in, the, in her old room report drastic temperature changes and the feeling of being watched at night. Whatever Kate Morgan's motives are for being at the hotel in the first place, she sure seems to be enjoying her stay. Well, <laughs> sounds like to me, she might have had a rich boyfriend who was married and was like, God, I'm going to kill her. And that's sad. I mean, guys go out there using their head, their wiener instead of their freaking real head, and they get themselves in trouble and just because they got money, and they just treat the mistress like a piece of crap. I've always thought that was just, they're very disturbing. Because he's a fucking human being. You know? All right. Let's get ready for the next one. Yeah, these are like little bitty short, little bitty shorties. And if uh, I run out of this, I've got some more stuff. So, all right. Our next one is the Winchester Mystery House. If there were if there were an all star team of haunted houses, the Winchester Mystery House in San Jose, California, would be leading in the rankings. The sprawling Victoria Mansion in Silicon Valley is un is unsetting to say the least. The mansion was built by Sarah Winchester, the super the super superstitious widow of William Winchester. The couple amused innumerous well oh assumed a numerous wealth from the uh, manufacturing sales of the Winchester rifle. After William's death, Sarah moved to uh, San Jose and began construction on what would unfortunately become the famed Mystery House. Legend has it that her husband's death, Sarah Winchester consulted a medium who would, oh, who told, 
who told her that she would be continually haunted by the spirits of all the of those killed by the Winchester rifles. She could appease the angry spirits, however, <laughs> if she never stopped construction on the stop if she never stopped construction on her house on her home. She hired several construction crews to work day and night on the expansion, but she neglected to hire an architect. So the house is full of engineering odysseys, like doors that open on the third floor, 30 feet up in the air. It's a 30 feet drop. Yeah, you open the door, it's a drop. Fucking crazy. And then there's some places where staircases lead to nothing, or there will be a door in the wrong place. I mean, just a bunch of weird shit. Sarah later just later justified the bizarre bizarre design of the mansion, saying it was intended to confuse and mislead the angry ghost that plagued her. Today, today the house is pop is a popular tourist destination for amateur ghost hunters, hoping to catch a glimpse of Winchester's trapped spirits, or if they're lucky. Sarah Winchester herself. I know y'all have had to hear about this place and probably seen movie or not movies, but pictures and uh, ghost story stuff about it. I think there is a movie about it or something. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not for sure. So we'll see. Well, let's get on with the next story. Okay, our next story is the Ghost of Gettysburg. Sorry, my allergies. This weather is kicking my ass. Sorry if I'm smacking. I just took a drink. <clears throat> if ghosts are somehow physically linked to the locations in which they died, it stands to reason then that that battlefields would have significant, uh, significantly higher rates of paranormal paranormal activity. Gettysburg, Pennsylvania is certainly no no exception. The Battle of Gettysburg was the largest battle of the American Civil War and saw the largest volume of casualties of the entire campaign. Today the battlefield is often oh is often seated as the most haunted place in America. And it's no surprise considering that thousands of soldiers on both sides of the conflict lost their lives here. Visitors to Gettysburg often report sightings of ghost soldiers and even entire ghost battles being fought. That's crazy. But, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, these people died in the heat of battle. They were still, like, living that last moment, you know. So, yeah. Have you all seen that? No, no, there is a couple videos out on on this uh, Gettysburg. There's one video where the guys are in a car and they stop and they're filming three cannons, you know, facing the road. And all of a sudden, these like, I want to say two, maybe, I want to probably, I think it was two. I don't think, no, I know it was at three. But two like ghost soldiers, like Confederate soldiers came walking up and around the uh, cannons and then just disappeared. Creepy. All right, let's tell the next story. All right, our next one is the Eastern State Penitentiary. 
Another haunted Pennsylvania landmark, Eastern State Penitentiary, was a prison that was opened in 1829 and operated for almost 150 years before finally being shut down by the state in the 1970s. For more than a century, the prison housed the most brutal murder, murderers, serial killers, and rapists that the state had to offer. And it kept them in in a whole world. It kept them in bad conditions. No heat, no plumbing, spoiled food, and, and the prisoners stepped out of line. Uh, okay. Spoiled food, and if the prisoners stepped out of line, these uh, the guards would all be uh, too happy to throw a little torture their way. They'd, you know, hit them with their clubs, beat them, kick them, do whatever, beat the shit out of them. This penitentiary is now a museum and a full-time haunted house attraction. Visitors can see the ghostly shadows of long-since deceased criminals roaming the halls of the ha- of the former prison. And if they listen carefully, they might hear these, the cries of tortured prisoners echoing through the cell block. Some people say they have seen the uh, tormented faces of the past inmates in the walls of the cells. The prison has such a reputation for its ghostly activity that it has become a favorite destination of paranormal researchers. That's another cool place, too. So if you ever get a chance, go check that place out. I'm not for uh, for certain, but I think there is a... There in October, they uh, turn it into a big uh, haunted house, so... That'd be cool, too. All right, let's get on with the next story. The next story is the Bell Bell Witch. Remember the Blair Witch Project? You know, the uh, movie that they went shaking. uh, They used a handheld camera and it was out in the woods. Anyways, it was uh, in the late 90s. Okay, diggity-diggity. Anyways, uh, in the nineties, it's about a bunch of stupid kids who get stalked in uh, wood, stalked in the woods by a misunderstood elderly elderly woman named Blair. Well, that uh, travesty of a movie was directly inspired by a real life legend. Oh Lord, the Bell Witch haunting has. Hauntings began in the early 19th century in Adams, Tennessee. The Bell family, led by patriot John Bell Sr., were supposedly being uh, pe- uh, pestered by a local witch named Kate Bates. The haunting started off innocently enough with members of the Bell family hearing scratch scratching noises coming from the walls, but events... events quickly escalated. <coughs> Soon family members <coughs> were being slapped pi- uh, and pinched. Their names were being uh, screened by unknown entities from deep in the woods. And animals 
and animals were being mutilated and left for the family to find around their home. No one knows exactly how or if the hauntings eventually stopped. One thing is for sure, though the though we finally got someone to blame for the ungodly amount of found footage horror films that currently plague our society. Now, I don't know why this person was batching the Blair Witch Project. But anyways, this is a uh, another uh, movie they can they made. I think it was called America, American Haunting. Yeah, they really tortured the shit out of them people, them ghosts did. Because remember, they picked that chick up and smack her around? Yeah. Crazy shit, man. But back then, they had nowhere to live, nowhere to move. I mean, you, they're not like now. where You can just up and move. But, man, I think it's called American uh, <coughs> American uh, Ghost Story. or Amer- I didn't, It is an American Horror Story, but it's American Haunting or something like that. But go check that out. That ought to be really good. We're going to take a... Now we'll do one more and take a little breaky. Okay, this one's called... It's called Resurrection Mary. This one has become such an iconic horror movie glitch that it's almost surprising it's actually based on a real story. <coughs> Resurrection Mary is a real... ghost who lives... <coughs> Oh, where was I? Okay, who lives at the uh, uh, Resurrection Cemetery in just a little noise. The story goes that Mary got into a fight with her boyfriend while out dancing one night. She stormed out and while walking home was struck and hit by a hit-and-run driver and killed. She was buried in the Resurrection Cemetery. Ever since her death, numerous motorists driving along Archer Avenue in Justice have reported picking up a beautiful blonde hitchhiker who always asked to be let out in front of uh, Resurrection Cemetery. At which point the uh, the uh, figure disappears when the uh, the figure disappears when they get in front of the uh, cemetery. Resurrection Mary has become something of all local celebrity, and she's been the inspiration for countless of her stories and legends. I've heard about that one. Yeah. All right, let's take one little break right here. We'll be back. Well, how's everybody doing today? This is good old friend Uncle Dickie from Borderline Texas Trash, the most popular podcast in the world today. It's climbing up the charts faster than freaking slime on a stein, baby. Well, if you're wondering, what the hell is Borderline Texas Trash about? And who is it, some bitch Uncle Boo? Well, Uncle Boo is the most recognizable voice in podcasting today, baby. We're going to get funky like a monkey on some ton of greens. I'm coming in on white lightning, baby, on a silver saddle to bring you the best of Borderline Texas Trash, baby. I'm your host of the show, Uncle Boo. We go over everything. We do a little bit of politics at the end, but not much. I don't step into that bullshit a whole lot. But we have fun. I go over stupid world news of the day, talk about uh, stuff from the past, what the cost of living or stuff was like that, and we just talk about all sorts of fucking fun facts, do a little joking around, and my niece joins the show sometimes. We do a little segment called 
Ash Handy's Garage on Friday nights, baby. That's our live show we do sometimes. And then I got the uncle that I talked to down in uh, Gooseville, Louisiana. And he calls sometimes. And we have a little show called Uncle Dickie's Corner. So you guys come check out Texas Borderline, Borderline Texas Trash, baby. I know you will love it. We are on every platform you can think of. Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart. Uh, I mean, we're on everything. We're even on Podbean, man. We even got our own YouTube channel. We even got an Instagram account, and we got our Facebook account. So go check us out, man, and come listen to the show. You'll get to listen to Ash Handy, Uncle Boo, Uncle Dickie, and all the most recognizable voices in this motherfucking podcast in the world today, baby. Because we will get funky like a monkey, I guarantee it. Let's just say, baby, I've wine and dine with kings and queens, slept in dumpsters, ate pork and beans, baby. But I am your host of the show, Uncle Boo, Borderline Texas Trash. Don't forget about it. If you want to listen to a show to just get your mind off this crazy world and all the COVID and politics bullshit, <coughs> come check my show out. Come check me and my crazy family out. Some of the shit we do, we do live uh, shows from the barbecue. So I'll see you later. Bye. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed that. Strap in and get ready for this one, guys. This is a scary one to you. The Stanley Hotel is famous for its for inspiring one of the most celebrated works of horror fiction. Stephen King's The Shining. The hotel is located nearby Rocky Mountain National Park in the States Park, Colorado. King had the inspiration to write to write the novel after staying in the uh, nearly empty hotel the night before it was uh, scheduled to close for the long winter. The eerie confines of the desert hotel creeped out of the uh, king of horror. So much that he thought he'd uh, scare the rest of us too, so just uh, too, just so he would uh, wouldn't be alone. Okay, but the Stanley's connection to the uh, paranormal uh, paranormal goes back far beyond King's novel. The Stanley is said to be haunted by numerous spirits, most of whom are harmless, like the ghost who enjoys playing in the playing the grand piano in the lobby late at night. Excuse me. Others, however, are declining more or declining more sinister. Guests in some rooms have reported waking up in the middle of the night. Only to see dark fingers staring, standing oh dark figures standing over their beds. Once the guests are awoke, the spirits calmly, silently walk out of the room through the walls. That would be some creepy shit. Yeah, I would definitely crap the old pooper. Oh yeah. Well, alrighty, that was a good one. Yeah, but the Stanley Hotel, yeah, I remember that one, the movie The Shining. Excellent movie. Excellent, excellent. But I was watching some uh, ghost paranormal show, and they was doing a, uh investigation, and they picked up some pretty cool shit, man. Pretty cool shit. But, all right, well, let's get on with the next one. 
All right, our next one is Chloe at the at the mysterious plantation. Chloe was a slave girl who worked for the Mark and Sarah Woodruff. Her work for Mark and Sarah Woodruff at Martel's Plantation in Saint Fran France Saint Franciscville, Louisiana. According to legend, Mark Wadroff caught Chloe eavesdropping on a private conversation between the owner of the plantation and some business associates. And as a punishment, she had her ear cut off. After she recovered, Chloe took the uh, warning of, oh, took to wearing a green turban wrapped around her head to cover her uh, disfigured ear, or her no ear. In relations, Chloe baked a, uh, oh, in retaliation, Chloe baked a cake with boiled down extra of Olander, an extremely poisonous plant, and served it to the Woodruffs. Her wait. Her intent was to extract revenge on Woodruff and his wife, but Mark never ate the cake. Instead, Sarah and her two young daughters ate the cake and uh, promptly died right after. There is some doubt as to the uh, ver vercacity of its... Uh, anyways... Nonetheless, visitors and plantation staff alike report seeing the image of a young young ghost girl wearing a distinctive green turban, wearing the uh, oh, wandering the wandering, wandering the grounds all of the night. She's not alone either. She's believed that there are as many as twelve different ghosts that haunt the uh, Myrtle Plantation. Well, I bet you the girls and the mother do. But yeah, her plan was to get revenge and put a little bit enough of it in there to make them really sick so she could come in and save the day and say, look, us, look, I, you know, I was taking care of them. You know, you don't, you know, but it backfired on her and she gave the uh, people too much and they died. And then I believe uh, how the story goes the owner, of course, found out, and uh, she got hung. So, yeah. Kind of a sad story. Number one, uh, it was bad, her being a slave, but having to chop her fucking ear off or he's dropping. Come on. That's a little harsh. Okay, let's see what we got now. Okay, here we go for the next one. I'm probably going to butcher this name, guys, and I'm very sorry. Madame Define La LaRue. La La Madame Define Laura. One of the earliest and most prominent serial killers in the United States was Define Laura. Was this singular kind of evil she appeared to be an understanding member of the new orleans social elite in the early 1800s and by all accounts 
was a perfectly pleasant person as far as uh, anybody could see. In the South, uh, social standards go, how, how the social standards went, you know, everybody thought she was fine, you know. Every, no, no one thought she was nor, uh, weird or anything. She got along with everybody. Uh, Madame was an up and promising sadist, oh, sat, or Satanist who brutalized and tortured dozens if not hundreds of slaves over the course of several decades. I remember this chick. Yeah, this is a pretty, she, this is a, from New, of course, New Orleans, but go check this chick out. She was pretty fucking brutal. She tortured her slaves in the attic of the Grand, Man, of the Grand Mansion she had built for her and her family on Royal Street in the French Quarter. The mansion still stands and has become one of the biggest tourist destinations in New Orleans. Docents say that they can still hear the screams of the tortured slaves uh, coming from the attic, and more than one has reported seeing the uh, seeing the seeing a ghost, seeing the ghost of Delphine Laura herself. Uh, Oh, greeting, trying to greet visitors who are trying to uh, get onto the people when they trespass on our property. Huh. Listen here, it says, fun fact. Nick, Nicholas Cage briefly owned the home several years ago, officially making the uh, Lorraine Mansion the craziest place in New Orleans. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I probably butchered her name, but y'all know what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, man, I just, I don't get it, man, how people can just fucking torture people and kill people like that. And then just, no, oh, it ain't nothing. I bet you that place is spooky haunted. Ugh. All right. And of course, I don't remember if I covered this one or did I? Yeah, I already covered, Liz, covered the Lizzie Bourdain story. But I've got a little extra right here just in case. So here we go. All right, everybody. Here's my last story of the day. The Haunting of McDowell Hole on Highway 6. The state of Texas is famous for many things. The Dallas Cowboys, the San Antonio Spurs, and the Texas Rangers in the Alamo. We are also famous for people like Lyndon B. Johnson and Richards in the uh, in the bushes. We are well. We are also famous for ghosts. This is the story of the ghost of McDowell Hall, or McDowell Hole. McDowell Hole is located in Erath County. That's just south of me. I live in Palapena. In the uh, in the eighteen sixties, a couple, Charles and uh, Jenny Papworth, moved into the cabin near the McDowell Hole in the McDowell Hole on the creek. The hole was named after the uncle Jim Dow, after Charlie's parents died. He left on a trip to complete family business. Jenny and the two children stayed behind. 
during the day the they uh during the day she uh busied herself with her children and her chores in the evening she would take the children and stay at the mcdowell's and stayed at the mcdowell's one night jenny and the kids did not show up the mcdowell's became frantic the next day when the when they arrived at the cabin they found the place in a uh, in disarray and a trail of blood that soon was found under the bed but jenny and the uh, baby were never found Instantly, the main suspect was W.P. Brownlow, who was known as a uh, troublemaker around town. He immediately blamed the notorious Comanche tribe. This raised the red flag when townspeople and and they became they begin to question Barlow Barlow's part in the incident. No proof was ever found. Charlie and the little boy moved away. This is when the uh, haunting started. The residents of the cabin, therefore, have witnessed Jenny and her daughter over the uh, years. She is often seen standing holding her baby girl, even uh, okay, even scaring at one man. Oh, scaring one man to death. Uh. Later, a couple of drunks heard about the ghost of the cabin. They uh, they bet in a bar. They bet a bartender in town they could stay the they could stay in the haunted cabin for three days without a problem. When the uh, townsfolk went to check on them, they were nowhere to be found. They were they uh, though they found the cabin. Riddled with uh, bullet holes. Oh, so they stayed out there, but then there was uh, they found they didn't find them, but they found the cabin shot up. Years passed away, and folks made claims of seeing Jenny and the baby, from a young boy fishing to travelers on the uh, local cabin. One of one of Jenny's most famous appearances was at the W.P. Barnwell's bed as uh, she was dying. Barlow did uh, finally admit to the murders. Oh, the murder was fueled by fear. Fear that Jenny might repeat a, cons- repeat a conversation she overheard Brownwood uh Regarding cattle rustling, which was a big crime back then, so that sucks. That chick died because some asshole thought uh, she overheard, so uh, he had to kill her. What the fuck, man? And then you killed the baby, you sick freak. Yeah, that place is a trip. So go check that place out. If you, uh, go check that. Uh, I can't even talk. Go check that place out for me, guys. But Well, I hope you all enjoyed the stories today. Like I said, they were a bunch of quickies, but I got them done. But I hope you guys had a good, great time. Hope I didn't scare you too much. Probably not with my fucking reading like stuttering Stan over here. But anyways, guys, I'm glad you're here. Glad you listened. Glad you're my fans, my followers. 
just keep being spooky and hang in there, guys. But I think I got one more show to do in October. It's going to be fucking over. No more Halloween, man. That's why I like doing the ghost stories. Because it keeps me in Halloween mood, Halloween mood all year. But anyways, uh, I'm going to check out of here. You guys be good. Remember, you can hear me on this, uh, the my podcast. You can reach us anywhere. So anywhere you guys uh, can get your podcast, I'm on that platform. I'm catching up to YouTube. Go check us out. Go check that out. Go check out our uh, Facebook, Ghost Stories Told from the South. And I think that's it. But thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for always listening, giving me good downloads. But let's hit that hit that 10,000 mark. Give me uh let's try to reach 500 downloads this month. We can do it, guys. You guys are awesome. But thank you to the new listeners. Keep listening and uh, thank you uh wherever you're at and we will see you later on the ghost side of things. Ha ha ha.